Hey, how you doing? It's Clayton here from HowToDrawComics.net and welcome to another episode of the HTDC Podcast. In this episode, what I'd like to talk about is the importance of putting in not 100%, not 200%, but 1000% into everything you do, both art-wise, but hey, why not in life as well? Because when you're always putting your best foot forward, that which you can achieve will always be much, much more than you would have anticipated. And the great thing about it is, every single time you push yourself to the limit, you'll get that little bit more better. And that is what being a brilliant comic book artist, musician, writer, concept artist, movie director, whatever your creative passion is, that's what it is all about. Always stepping it up to the next level, seeing just how far you can push yourself and what you might be able to achieve as a result. Now, the reason that I was inspired to create this podcast today and to pick this topic is because I know how hard it is to sit down at the drawing board and work at something for a long period of time. And the amount of boredom that can set in as a result, as you begin to lose interest in the novelty that started out with the idea. Because as you keep on chipping away at it, the excitement you initially had jumping into that project will slowly begin to drip away. It'll ultimately diminish, and all that'll be left is the amount of dedication and determination you have to get it done. But we don't come in built by default with the ability to be disciplined, to sit down regardless of how we feel about what we're working on and finish it, commit to it, bring it through to the end. As I said, what inspired me to create this podcast is I've been working on a few illustrations as of recently, character illustrations actually, for a comic book that I've been working on for a client. And when I'm working on these characters, it's especially if I'm working on a character that isn't all that interesting to me, which is rare because usually I'll only take on work that I find sufficiently stimulating. But every now and then, when I'm working on a character, even if it starts out in a way where, hey, this character is going to be fun to work on, like it's looking that way, eventually it does become tedious. It's a time-consuming task. But I've found that when I'm working away and I'm putting in my all to seeing that illustration through to the end, every single line that I'm laying down onto the canvas, 
every stroke I make, the hours that pass by as I work away on that illustration, the better it looks. And the increase of quality that it starts to have, which it wouldn't have if I had half-assed it, becomes more and more vividly appealing. It increases the overall satisfaction that I have as an artist for my work. And that feeling is an important feeling to be able to have as a creative person. For some reason, it's nowhere near as rewarding for us if we walk away from something that we've been working on, knowing in the back of our mind that we didn't quite give it everything it deserved. We didn't do it justice. At least we didn't do ourselves justice by really pushing our strengths in the discipline that we have worked so hard to develop. And it takes such a long time to really hone your skills, to be dedicated enough to get better, to get to the point at which you can create the kind of artwork that you always dreamt of being able to produce. Yet at the same time, when we get there, what we don't anticipate is it's much more than just being good that allows you to be able to create the kind of work that inspired you to become an artist in the first place. Because what's behind all of it, regardless of what level of skill you're at, is your ability to sit down for an extended period of time and draw it out until it's done. But there's a certain amount of immersion and engagement that you want to have within your work. A level of quality that you always want to be striving to achieve, to meet within the art that you're creating. And it is easy, especially when you've developed a specific way of working, a process, a method that you rely on each and every time in order to bring your illustrations through to completion. And after a while, when you become so well-versed at executing that process, it feels almost like you're just going through the motions. Same thing, different day, or different illustration, if you will. But each and every one of those illustrations, those artworks, whatever it is that you're producing and whatever field of discipline you've decided to dedicate yourself to, the reality is, is that the path to getting from the start of that project to the end will likely be very much the same. So you want to try to keep on top of making sure that you're finding the motivation, the inspiration, and the drive to really put your best work out there whenever you set out to create something. Because if you can do that 
on a habitual basis. It's just you as a creator. You are somebody who always, without fail, gives the client or yourself, if you're producing a comic book which is creator-owned or an artwork just for a family or a friend, whenever you're creating anything, when you're making that next piece, your best piece yet, you're getting that much better. You're practicing your very best work. And so you're always going to be exceeding any limitations that you might have had. You won't plateau. You'll just continue to grow and grow and grow as an artist. You won't become stale or stagnant. And you won't lose the energy and the life within your work that it always had. Because the passion for what it is we're working on, it always shines through. Always. People see it within your work. The way you felt when you were creating it, the emotional experience that you had, it is within every single line that you've laid down onto the page. And people truly can tell the difference between somebody who enjoyed what they were working on, and somebody who absolutely despised it, who wanted anything but to be there creating it. And if you can make it a habit to always put a thousand percent into whatever it is you're doing, it'll become easier and easier to do so. It won't necessarily take any less time, and you'll still put as much effort in as you always have, but that'll feel normal to you. That'll just be what your process demands of you as an artist. You'll demand the best possible, highest level of quality within your work, and that is an incredibly respectful thing for any artist to have. Because we've all seen it before. We've all seen artists who they tend to have their heyday at some point. And they're right there in their golden years, producing their best work, blowing everybody away. But at some point, later on down the road, they just... They lose whatever inspiration, whatever drive, whatever fire they had underneath them. And now, all that's left is a shell of the kind of work that they used to make. It, it's there. They might still be producing work, but the life just isn't in it anymore. They don't really care about it. They're over it. It's something that maybe once stimulated them and excited them, but now just simply doesn't make the cut. And maybe they shouldn't be doing it at that point. Or maybe they created a different kind of habit to what we're talking about here today. The opposite kind of habit to what I'm encouraging you to make in this episode. 
The habit that maybe they've created is that instead of always putting their best foot forward, they tried to get their work done as quickly as possible. Work that they felt excited about, work that they didn't really want to do, regardless of the kind of project they had undertaken, they decided that they were always going to get it out. And oftentimes, artists who are tied to deadlines, working in a studio, who really do have to try to fit the production schedule of their work in a very tight time frame, do need to develop this mindset for their own sanity. They need to be able to let go of the love and the high level of quality and the expectations that they once placed on themselves to do the best job that they could do in order to meet those deadlines. And so they rush it. They see things that could be fixed, of course. It's not their best work, but it'll do. And that's what they hand off. That's what they call done. And so enough times of this happening, and it eventually becomes simply just the way in which they work. Now, a huge part of what made them the artist they were has now been cut out, taken away, sacrificed simply for nothing more important than meeting that deadline. And I understand that deadlines are very important, especially for studios. Oftentimes there are other people depending on you to get that deadline reached on time to make sure that your work is in when you've been told that it needs to be. But the problem with that, especially if you look at a lot of mainstream comic books and mainstream anything really, arguably the content that you're going to see, at least a large percentage of it, not all of it, but a large percentage of it, isn't necessarily going to be produced to the highest level of quality that it could have been. Corners have been cut, and it shows. It really does. The last time I went to a comic book store, and many times before that, in the recent years, I've looked at the comic books on the bookshelf, and I've flipped through a couple of them. Some of them really surprised me. They were exceptionally good. I was inspired. I thought, these are fantastic. But quite a lot of them, besides those few that really took me by surprise and inspired me, the others that weren't so great, the, uh, the subpar comic books with the artwork, interior, sequentials, simply didn't really make me raise my eyebrows at all. In fact, I was quite disappointed. And that's a, it's a shame to see. When you can look at a comic book, especially one that's based on a character that you love, and you can see that it's been rushed to meet a deadline, to be delivered at a certain date. And I get it. It has to happen. We all get that. We understand. And 
maybe you've been lucky. Maybe this hasn't happened to the comic books that you typically collect. Again, I don't really necessarily collect any comic books in particular. I'm an old school kind of guy. I really enjoy the old 90s throwback comics. But the reason that I'm bringing this up is, as of recently, I've been finding comic books on a whole new platform that seems to have a much higher level of love, dedication, and passion put into them. And these platforms, which you may have very well heard of, are crowdfunding platforms such as Indiegogo and Kickstarter. And I was just browsing for comic books on these platforms quite recently again. And I was looking at what was available on there, what these creators who had always wanted to get their projects out there had to offer. And when I looked at what was there, at the selection of these books that were made with love, it was surprising. I was so taken back by what I was seeing. The level of quality and art within these books. I don't know about the writing. I didn't have a chance to read them, but certainly the artwork, which is, you know, if you're interested in drawing comic books, is going to be of an interest to you as well just blew my mind. I was amazed. And it made me realize something. That although these creators who want to crowdfund their artwork may take, or their comic books, their projects. I mean, again, it's not just comic books on these crowdfunding platforms. It is also music. It is also books. It's also movies. It's really anything creative that you can think of. These creators are putting it up there. And the scary thing is, for the mainstream, is that they have that which the mainstream does not, which is the intact love and passion that these independent creators have for what it is they're sharing to the world, for what it is they're bringing to their audience. And... It's easy to see in the end result. It pays off. It's undeniable. The higher level of quality. Yes, it takes them longer to put together. But I don't think people mind waiting for that. In fact, it just makes it more special. If a creator is putting that much time and dedication into something because they love it, because they actually care about it, because they want to give you the very best that they can, instead of trying to meet a deadline, instead of treating it like a business, they are treating it like we all wish the things that we bought and loved would be treated. That's okay. And I think many of us will feel the same way. And I think that the tide will turn eventually. You'll see enough mainstream comic books on the shelves, and you'll see it, you, you, you have enough of the mainstream, the same stories, the 
the same subpar artwork. Tighter de- as t- deadlines tighten, and books get put out for no other reason but to make money. I think we will see a serious shift in where the readers end up finding their comic book fix. And it will be on these crowdfunding platforms. Because there is some incredible talent on these platforms. There is some absolutely mind-blowing content on there. And i got to tell you that I haven't bought a comic book from a comic book store in a long time. But I've crowdfunded, well, but I've, I've supported many of the independent creators on Indiegogo and Kickstarter. And I'm really excited to receive their comic book in the post box. And the other cool thing about it is, in a way, there's this sense of exclusivity to these stories. Because... The campaigns for them only open up once in a while. And it's only when they're open that you are able to pledge and get yourself a copy of these absolute gems. Which is a much different feeling than when you go into a comic book store. Where there's just, there's, there's no exclusivity. Yes, you've got variant covers and whatnot, but there's so many of them anyway. There's so many copies of that same book. And when that campaign closes on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, and you know that that may be your only chance to get that creator's work, it makes you just—it makes you want it. You don't want to miss out. So I think as a business model for comic book creators and really any form of creator who has something to offer an audience, this may very well be the future. And the beauty of it is that, going back to today's topic... It's going to allow many of us to be able to take the time and really commit to creating something that we can be proud of, to making every line count once again, and to really know when all is said and done that we gave it our all, that we truly pushed ourselves to the absolute limit. And... I think that we'll be rewarded for it. The tide will turn and independent creators who are delivering the best of the best quality content to their audiences will be favored over the mainstream. It's just a simple prediction, but I do think that that's the way in which it'll go. And I guess I've been thinking about it a little bit more as of recently since I've been working on these characters for Rob Arnold's Replicator which is why what the characters were that I was creating. And it's been great to sit down and really work hard on these characters that I've been doing up for it. And it makes me think about the comic books that I would like to create and put out there one day and what they might look like, how they might be received. And I can't wait. I really can't wait to sit down and create something absolutely amazing. Create a story, create characters, and deliver their narrative within a sequential experience 
that encapsulates the audience, draws them into the world that I've created for them and holds them there. I just don't think that that is something which is going to last in the mainstream as much. I don't think the quality of the quality of writing that is there anymore either. I don't think the art is measuring up and I think it's going to give people like you and I a very opportunistic door to walk through when it comes to getting our own books out there. But as long as you're putting in the absolute best possible effort that you can, I think that that'll most definitely be the case. But you can't expect to only half bake your books and and have people be satisfied with what you're giving them. People can always sense when they're being given something which is cheap or crap or really has just been done as a ploy to make money. I think that when you put quality over quantity first and foremost, any monetary gain you end up receiving will simply come as a result of that and you won't have to worry about it too much. Now, of course, you want to keep things reasonable. I don't think there is ever going to be a point at which you can just take forever on something and expect to get it done. And I don't think that it would be of or to your benefit to do so because there is always that balance where you want to have enough momentum behind yourself to be improving, to be making mistakes faster so that you can overcome them instead of coming up against them slowly. Because the faster that you can get past those mistakes, the faster you will level up in your skill set. And if you can do that, it means that you can get to the place that you want to be at with your artwork quicker. And you'll be able to create the kind of stuff that you envision yourself being able to create sooner. I don't know about you, but I get a little bit impatient and that does hold me back from time to time when it comes to having the dedication I need to really stick to something and put my all into it. But as I said, it's a balance. And if there's one thing that I want to be able to do as fast as possible, it is to be able to produce my best work. But I know that in order to do so, I've got to make sure that I'm always doing my best that's all that you've got to do is just your best, but always have that, mo- that slight amount of momentum behind you. There is something said to, to be said for working quickly. I think that that does produce a certain level of energy within your work, and it helps you to turn off your logical mind and kickstart your creative one so that you can click over into the zone more seamlessly. But there's always going to be that line 
where if you are moving too fast and you're rushing it, it's going to cause you to be sacrificing the quality of your work needlessly. Well, at the same time, if you're working slow and you're being too much of a perfectionist, that can hold you back in its own way as well. So you've got to find that sweet spot for yourself. Always be aware. Be very aware of where you're at within your own artistic development. If it feels too easy, that's a bad sign. If it's so easy that you're becoming bored with what it is you're doing, then it means you've got to start looking for the areas within your work that you can kick up to the next level. Because there's very likely things there that you're missing. You might think that you've got everything under control, that all you have set out to accomplish has been accomplished and now there's nothing to worry about. But if that is truly the case, you might very well be doomed because in that instance, what ends up happening is you start to lose interest in the craft. You start to find yourself in a place where there's nothing really new. There's no challenge there to keep you hooked on the discipline that you're trying to undertake. You've already arrived, so why would you need to keep on progressing forward? It becomes a monotonous cycle of sameness after that. And the sad part is that none of us are perfect, so any illusions of having arrived at a point in which your art can be no better than what it already is, is simply that, an illusion. You're blind to the opportunities within your work where you can make progress. And you very well could, if only you opened your eyes and started to look at what it is you're creating with a much more critical perspective. But of course, on the other end of the spectrum, if things are too hard, so hard for you, that it's no longer fun, it feels tedious, your head's hurting, your hands are hurting, and it's just not an enjoyable experience for you anymore, then you've got to start letting go a little bit because maybe the expectations that you set for yourself are just a little bit too unrealistic. Because it could also be said that maybe you're actually doing better than you think you are. We can be very self-critical. We are our worst critic most of the time, especially us creative people. And so you want to make sure that you're keeping that side of the coin in check as well, because both extremes are not going to do you any favors, not in the kind of work you're able to produce and not in the progress that you're able to make with it. Make sure that you're always doing your best. Always be in the moment. Be immersed. Don't 
let yourself slip. That's the message that I'd like to give you and that I'd like you to take away for today. The next time you're sitting at the drawing board, make sure that you're paying attention to every single aspect of its development. As you lay down those lines, pay attention to the shape of them, the amount of line weight that you're applying, how sharp, clean, and slick and energetic they are. Have they defined your idea in the way that you wanted it to be presented exactly? The shading that you're placing into your work, is it helping the overall composition to read better? Is it increasing the amount of mood and cinematic drama within it? Is every hatch that you place down to create tone within your art, is it placed in precisely just the right way to create the value within that tone that you're looking for, to describe the form as it wraps around it. If you can be aware and make sure that you're fully alert of everything that you're doing as you produce the illustrations that you've set out to create, you'll find that you'll arrive at a final outcome for them that feels justified. You've done justice to your idea. And there's nothing that feels more satisfying than that when you know that you've done everything you could have done and that the result of your work and every amount of praise that you get for it is because of the time and the dedication and the effort that you put into it. A lot of the time, your audience will look at your work and see it as magic. They won't ever understand the amount of effort that you put into it. They won't know what it took to create it. That's something that only you'll, you'll ever know. That's something that only you will ever understand. You experienced every single minute of its creation. And you get to keep that. That's yours. You'll know what went into it. When people are sitting back in their seats in awe, gawking at the beautiful work that you've done, the smiles in their faces, the amazement in their eyes, they might think it's magic, but you'll know what happened behind the curtains. You'll know the, the trickery that was involved and the expertise it required, the dedication that you needed to have the discipline to be able to sit down and make it happen. And that mysticism, when it comes to your work, is precisely what makes your level of expertise as an artist almost unreachable. 
if you really take the time to hone your skill set. Well, that's about it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it, that you're feeling inspired to jump in to your next illustration and give it your all. Give it a thousand percent. Hey, why not two thousand percent? If you'd like more comic art tips, tricks, and tutorials, be sure to visit www.howtodrawcomics.net. Over on the site, we have a ton of tutorials, videos, the podcast, of course, and when you're ready to delve deeper into the art of comic book illustration, I highly suggest that you check out our selection of courses by myself, Ed Foychuk, and Robert Marzullo. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, keep on creating. Keep on practicing, and I'll see you in the next episode.